Welcome to episode 17 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful way. I am your host, David Ginsberg, and joining me as always is Melissa Davis. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Dave? <laughs> so as everybody probably already knows, I did give in and I do have an iPhone 10 as well as but I But it was iPhone. your birthday. Yeah. You have a good excuse. Yeah, well, you know, I was in Vegas and, you know, I thought I'd get lucky and make some money. And, make, <laughs> and you know, liter- the Apple store literally is a block away from where we were uh, hanging out. Is it so. the same one that we went to? The same one that we visited no, where you actually, got it? it wasn't. It was Summerland. A different one? Summerland is the store I went oh, to. I was going okay. to go to the Caesars Palace one that we had gone to you know, many months ago. Uh, but I had found it at that store instead because that store is right next to Red Rock. The iPhone sirens were calling your name they and you were, couldn't when, resist. When the phone is available, I come. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, I remember you saying last time that it seemed like it was there weren't the availability wasn't there. So, I, which I had thought, and uh-huh. I, little I knew that all the stores were getting plentiful amounts of stock. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, see, you know that's Apple's game; they underpromise and yeah. they overdeliver. Yeah, so um, I already had the eight plus, so of course that one needs to go up for sale. So that's another story. Uh, but, uh, yes, I, I'm very, I am actually very pleased with my purchase and, uh, how long have you had it for? I've had it since launch. So I got it the, that, that Saturday of launch. So I think, uh, it was pre-order on October 27th and it came up on sale on November 3rd. So I had it on the 4th, I think it was, which was the, um, the first Saturday of, of, of the sales. So it was uh, it was a good experience at the Apple Store, which I'll tell you that because um, I was okay. able to put a pre I pre ordered it and I was able to pre order um, very easily. So I kind of feel good because people like Allison Sheridan and others who decided to go stand in line for eight hours uh, <laughs> waiting for their phone. I know that's the the fun thing to do, but it, that's the traditional, traditional thing. Traditional, but I don't necessarily think it's fun. Uh, but no, you just didn't get that part of your geek badge punch. I that's did all. Did not get that punch. You just didn't get the, the pin. <laughs> I was able to get past all of that waiting. I mean, I've done it many times before over the years, and this time I decided, well, let's give it a shot. I wasn't going. You know, at first I wasn't going to buy it, and then started looking in the Apple on the Apple Store app, and sure enough, it said it was available. And I was like, Are you kidding me? So. <laughs> Um, so I put had to take one for the team, Dave. Thanks. Yeah, well, yeah take one for the team for all of, all of the adventures I, I deal with when it comes to see, Dave. That's why we have such good chemistry because like you can't help yourself. You get the latest yeah, thing, and I'm like the right. one who like hangs back. I'm like the you know maybe like the little bit more reasonable one of the two of us. Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> we'll let the audience decide, but because <laughs> I still have not gotten my eight plus yet. I and we're going to talk about this later. I am waiting. I am going to hunt out the uh, Black Friday and Cyber no, Monday deals. I don't blame you. And then that, you'll probably get a better deal. But I always uh, go with the Apple trading program. So um, in this case, since I had already had the um, the 8 Plus from my trade-in from the 7 Plus I had Yeah, before, how did that work? I started a whole new account. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Okay. So now I have two two uh, two of them going and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sell the 8 Plus. I know I'll get. Uh, be able to cover most of what well that's the great thing about them they hold their value for a while so they do dude they do so it was a good experience um i still had to wait in line for about mm, 30 minutes or so before someone finally helped me but um i did decide to go with the 64 gigabyte model i did not go with two really so wow i'm proud of you yeah I, and i'm actually very pleased because because uh, i can tell you as we go in through the, the my review 
um, that the the space is. Uh, I still only. I still have about uh, twenty nine gigs of space left on uh, after uh-huh. all the stuff I have. So I mean, that's because everything's on the cloud. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm See, looking at it right now, I, mean, I have ten thousand fourteen photos and two hundred twenty nine uh-huh. apps and one hundred fifty six songs and two hundred fifty six videos, but those are all on on the cloud. So. Capacity. So the true test will be like when we go on road trips and see how it works for your music. So you'll probably just download, you'll have enough space that you can download at least like a playlist or two for a road trip, right? And I was on road trips because I was, after Vegas, I was in Dallas and had the phone with me that whole week. So, uh, so, uh, it, uh, how'd that work out with streaming the music? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I I downloaded some of the songs and and I still have almost 29 gigs left of space. Nice. Nice. I mean, I, I, that's what I can tell you. It's it's uh, it it can't make up much difference when it comes to uh, for, for that space goes. So, but it was a good experience. Um, I wanted to go through. You know, I, I want. I know I'm the crazy person, and most people want to get out of the Apple Store right away. But I wanted to experience the the whole the whole kit and caboodle. So, had my iPhone eight plus next to the uh, iPhone ten, and you know they have that new setup we talked about on last last episode about. Yeah, tell me some more about that because I actually got to experience that from three thousand miles away. I helped a, yeah. a client with it, and now you had explained it before that you just set the two devices next to each other, right? But you don't you have to lift it up and scan the well, little picture. You put them next to each other, so it's and of course they both have to be on the same wireless network once, once right. they are, and then yes, and then you pick up the new phone. You will scan the old phone just for security purposes, kind of like what what you do with the Apple Watch when and, okay. when you when you pair it. So it's so kind that's of, the it, part that yeah. my client struggled with. She didn't yeah. quite understand, and and I suspect it's going to be the same for a lot of seniors. So I just have a real quick tip to share yeah. as you start to explain that um, when you do pick up your device to go and scan the other device. It can be a little confusing for people. They might not understand exactly what it's asking them to do. Despite the instructions, I realize that the instructions are there and it even kind of gives you a you know a little bit of a, a visual to show you what to do. But what I finally told her that helped her was I told her to pretend that the iPhone in her hand was a magnifying glass. Right. And to hold it over the other iPhone and pretend that you were like kind of using it as a magnifying glass to look at it. And then it right. kind of clicked that, oh yeah, you have to line up these right. two things. And then it was it was pretty easy. That that little that little uh, picture that's is that like AI that I mean, yeah. that's really cool looking isn't yeah. it? I mean it's just like what on the Apple Watch where it just shows the crystallization on a kind of picture. Then when you when you as soon as the phone scans it, it, it automatically recognizes it. So makes it a lot easier for you to uh, sync the phone, and then it syncs all the settings. That's what's that's what I love about it because yeah, I, mean, I, I watched it happen from three thousand miles away. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. I I can't yeah. wait to do it myself when yeah. when the time comes for me to do that. I'm really really excited for that, and then I have the watch as well to do that. Now let me ask you something because mm-hmm. you in in your in your job and in your experience, you work with other types of gadgets. Sure. Is there anything comparable in the Android world for the sort of Set up? Not that I'm aware of, but I know Apple already has like people uh, switchers. They do have uh, mm-hmm. the, the app that you can install, and it automatically does all the transferring for you from Android to, to iPhone. Um, but I haven't seen anything like Android Android. I think it's more so just it depends on the Google, the Google backup and restore, uh, mm-hmm. similar to what iCloud is. So I'd, I would be interested in hearing that just because you always see those lists yeah. of, you know, well, Android has had this for the last four years well, and, you know, Apple's finally getting around to doing it. And, of course, we know, well, Apple's just doing it better. <laughs> then I think about it. I don't think it's it's device driven. I'm holding my Android device I have in my hand here, which I have an old uh, – oops, I have an old – my mic here. Uh, I have an old uh, Nexus 6 and um, uh-huh. I remember – 
you know, I, I have it just for purely for, for support purposes because, you know, I yeah. people uh, asking me Android questions all the time. So you buy a cheap, you know, Android device. Um, and it does, um, it does sync with the, with the Google, um, the Google cloud, the Google uh, app. I mean, the Google uh, account, your account. So as soon as you sign in, it'll do all this. It restores everything pretty quickly um, mm-hmm. that way too. So, so, you, so, I mean, as far as differences between Android and iOS, I mean, I think it's similar. Again, you'll get this, the same bashing saying, okay, well, we've had that from two years ago and we've had that from three mm-hmm. years ago, but I mean, it just works. I mean, and, yeah. and we already have, we, I don't have to, t- uh, tell everybody here is that the bunch of the differences between iOS and Android when, when it comes to the uh, to the operating system, but but yeah, I, I, basically Android yes has had something similar. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll say just like you know they've had similar to Face ID, which I'll talk about in a minute here, and things like that. So, but yeah, as far as restoring goes, I mean I, I think it, this is gonna, this makes it a lot easier because you you can do it manually where there is a button you tap and it says uh, do it manually and then you just have to go through the manual process of putting in your password signing in and, and all that in stuff and all yeah. that stuff but even yeah even because it's secure it it brings over the passwords too which is cool mm-hmm. whereas you know you've seen how you restore things before when you have all your 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 email accounts and you got to put your passwords in and all that, all that stuff so but because it's secure uh, that, and that's really why it's scanning that because it's it's providing an extra layer of security to make sure that that, that is you and you're not stealing. You know, that's what I like about it. It does feel that much yeah. more secure. Yeah. So because anybody could go and enter in passwords and stuff, but the fact that you've got those two devices next to each other, right? You know, just kind of gives you that extra sense of security. So I Absolutely. like that. Yeah. So so besides it being available, so you know that was kind right. of one of the reasons why you had originally decided to go with the iPhone eight plus instead right. was you, you kind of felt like yeah, there was probably going to be short stock, and of course you know surprise, you know Apple under promises and over delivers, and so you've experienced that now too. Um, so what, what else kind of changed your heart from well, switching? Um, after, I mean, other than the fact that, you know, being the early adopter, I give in on that part. Once I put the phones next to each other, I'm like, wow, this, what a difference. I mean, I'm holding both the eight plus and the, and the 10 in my hands right now. And I see an incredible difference. I mean, the iPhone 10 is smaller. I mean, it is mm-hmm. physically smaller than the iPhone, uh, than the 8 Plus. It's closer to the size of an 8. It really is. It, it is. Actually. But it's it's have, it's actually, is it the same? It's only like a little bit taller than the 8? Uh, just a little bit, not by much. I, I even put it next to a, a Samsung Galaxy S8 my brother-in-law had uh, today when I was out and uh, put them on top of each other. And they're pretty much the same size as far as the physical mm-hmm. size of the phone. And I think that screen is a 5.8-inch uh, screen as well. Uh, now, you've had the Plus size for how many iterations si- now? Since the beginning. I had the 6 Plus, oh, okay. 6 S Plus, 7 Plus, and the 8 Plus. And now so you've never had the 7 or the 8 or the or the 6? No, I haven't. So as far as the physical oh. so you size went from, of the phone. What was your first iPhone? First iPhone was the 3G. Okay, so you went from that to the plus size, and you've had the plus size ever since. Since it came out, right? Because oh, yeah. See, 3G, I really, 4, really 4S, like 5, the form 5S. factor of the eight. Yeah. Which is, you know, but I decided that I want to go with the eight plus because of the camera, the camera, and because I want to experience that screen size. But I have a feeling that in the future, and I'm talking like I'm just looking at my crystal ball, and I'm, you know, looking out because this is kind of how it is, and I'm kind of right. loyal and pretty consistent. I think probably in two years from now. When, when it's my turn to get an X or some kind of whatever iteration is out by then or whatever right. they call it, that I'm going to be happy to have that form factor back. <laughs> so it kind of almost pains me. Like I really, I really would like to stick with this eight 
form factor. I would rather get the eight as far as the size goes because I just really like the size. I like that I can do things one handed. Right. But I've been trying to train myself to not stick it in my pocket anymore. Like I'm already training myself. I'm like, it's like boot camp <laughs> it's like right, training right. for the for the next size up. And I've been and see now I told you my story before is that nothing goes to waste in this house. So I also right. have to kind of consult with my husband because it's going to end up being his phone. Sure. And so I keep asking him like, are you sure you're OK if I go to the plus size? Are you going to be OK, you know, wielding that? And he's a big dude. I mean, right, like my me. husband, he's got really big hands yeah, and I think he'll like it a lot better. Yep. But of course, he's really concerned about, well, OK, look, can I fit it in my pocket? And, you know, that sort of thing. And so because he likes to carry it. He wears cargo shorts a lot of times. He's a scientist man. So <laughs> he's always got cargo shorts on. So I think it'll be okay for him but it's a lot of glass you know yeah. and it makes him nervous because you know, we're both kind of klutzy but <laughs> anyway <laughs> so i think i have a feeling that yeah i i'm excited to hear that you like that form factor because yeah. you know i'm sitting here thinking well i could have told you that dave <laughs> but told it is so, it's just I have to a go wonderful of, medium size yeah, the grief of selling this other one but that's okay um but i'm looking i have both of them next to each other and you know i will share a photo uh, in in the show notes um of both phones next to each other because i took a photo of, okay. it, of course right away and you look and you definitely can see that the screen is bigger. I mean, it takes mm -hmm. a full size screen to to um, that. And it, you look at both of them because, of, of course, uh, the, the eight has the the grids around the edges um, like we've been used to forever. Uh, whereas this one's a you know, edge to edge screen. So, I mean, definitely mm. the, the screen size makes a huge difference um, as far as that goes. And and definitely the display in itself is the, the OLED display. And it, you definitely see it. I mean, I'm looking at it now again here. It's just the, the crispness of the of the image is just incredible. Now, tell um, me about the display. I have this burning question. I keep hearing people say about how they want the, the piece of paper peeled off. What What is that about? It looks like paper. I don't think it does. I'm not sure what that what what they would be talking about. I mean, it, it, I've heard a couple of people mention that when they went to get their iPhone 10, they asked the genius or whatever that was setting out for them. Okay, well, can you peel that label off, or can you peel that that piece of paper off, or something? They thought that there was yeah. something extra on the screen, nope. and just the, and even plastic. even Dave said Dave Dave Hamilton of um, yeah. uh, Mac Geekup said he felt the same way too. Like, yeah, no, that's that's your screen. <laughs> So no. you don't feel that? You no, don't notice I don't, that? don't feel, really feel that much. No, I mean, it's other okay. than the normal plastic that, that that's on every iPhone when you buy it um, mm -hmm. that you peel off. I mean, I mean, I don't see anything on, out of the ordinary. Uh, I'll have to go What's back different this. about the screens? Are the blacks just blacker? Is yeah. it more crisp? It's crisper. There's no question. Okay. I mean, you see crisp, crisp uh, the display is very crisp, and uh, you definitely see a difference in uh, the quality of the screen uh, compared to... Now, are we still calling this Retina? Yeah, it's a Retina HD display. That's that's what I believe okay. Apple. Because I'm trying to liken it to like when you know back in the day when we had the 3GS and we went from the non-Retina to the Retina, and it was right. like, oh yeah, I can you know you can't well, see like the little pixels and stuff anymore. They're calling it more of an a, an a, a Retina HD, which is basically OLED. Um, okay. Which is the the other iPhone 8 Plus is not. So why do you think it's taken Apple so long to to start using OLED instead of well, what 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 did yeah. we have before? Like. Like what Apple does, they they take their time in putting in um, putting in the technologies they think is best for their products. I mean, I think, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, great. Samsung's had all these things for the two years, but you know, Apple took its time. I mean, and mm -hmm. Apple really has the market now with iPhones, and most people are ad adaptable when it comes to this. Um, so I think that they 
they, they decided to, to sit tight with that and, and see. It's like the old adage. Well, do you want it done or do you want it done right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I think I get along so well with Apple because I do. I like to take my time. I like to craft things and hone them. Right. And I'm a perfectionist. I can't help myself. I mean, you know, that they've got things they're in 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 their uh, box ready to go for the next year, the next couple of years. I mean, yeah, they've got stuff change. in the pipeline, but pipeline, yeah, right. they're still perfecting it. I mean, we'll talk about the home pot uh, in a little bit as far as its delay. So, I mean, that, that just tells mm-hmm. there's some some stuff they're still working on. So, um, but let me, uh, I'll just give you the, the the deep end of reason what made me change my mind is just more so, like I said, it was available. You know, I gave in on that sense of it. Um, and I could have easily said, you know what, this isn't for me. And I could have returned it no, easily. I mean, but me. Yeah, that would have been easy for that you. That would be very hard for me to do. And I, I well. chose not to do it. Um, but but there was only one way to find out. There was only way, one, one way to find out. And, and I mean, yeah, when I pick up this 8 Plus, yeah, God. Oh, yeah, I remember this phone. This is great. It's a nice phone. Um, and I'm not going to say that the iPhone 10 is for everybody. I mean, the, mm-hmm. obviously the cost is a big factor um, because you can get an 8 Plus for 64 gig for about two, two, $250 less than, a, than an iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for me, it doesn't matter much because I, I'm on the iPhone trade, uh, the trading program. Um, so I, you know, I finance it for a year and then I trade it in and get the next, the next new model. So it's mm-hmm. more or less I'm, I'm leasing the phone, I guess, or you're renting it if you really want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there are people who decide, you know what, I'm just going to sit tight on this, want to pay the phone off and I want to keep it for two years. I still think that that's the best deal out there as far as, uh, if you're going to finance the phone versus purchasing it outright. Now, granted, you can go in and buy a seven right now and probably spend five, $550 or $600, depending on uh, the model, which is a heck of a lot less in price. I mean, it at least depends on your budget um, as far as what right. it goes. I mean, I, I'm looking at the the value and the longevity of it, exactly. which is why I'm going with the 8 Plus, because I have to consider the hand-me-down value. Because like I said, nothing goes to waste in this house. So sure. I could, yeah, sure, I could save money and just turn around and get a 7 or a 7 Plus, and then I'd have the same exact... Right. model that my my mother-in-law has and that my father-in-law has and you know that would be great but it's not going to last as long as an a plus would so that's why i'm going with the a plus so yeah i'm right. i'm kind of you know on the i'm not personally i don't think an, a 10 is for me it's still kind of too new i have like the opposite reasons i guess you could say that's right. that's what's good about this podcast is we can kind of weigh it weigh it out and we have two yeah, different perspectives on it so i'm interested in you know hearing more and more about it as you use it and and we yeah. can compare and contrast between the two devices and then everybody will have a really a well-rounded discussion on it. Now, speaking of comparing, there's a lot to get used to with this phone. I could tell you that right now. Oh, I can now. imagine. The first thing, no more home button. Okay, so that's going to take you a lot of time. That would blow my mind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> swiping up is is, is is your friend when it comes to the iPhone 10. So uh, if you remember before when you would be over on your third or fourth page and what was the thing you'd do? You'd tap the home button and it moved over to your home page, right? Right, well, okay. So on the iPhone in 10, place you, of that. And iPhone 10, which of course it's got the floating... Um, floating bar at the bottom you swipe up and it automatically brings it over to the home page again now it's all gesturing now there's not as much much hardware button pressing it's all mostly gesturing no physical touching at all now the same thing is when you have an app open it has a bar at the bottom that's the bar that just your friend to tell you okay that's i have to swipe that up um and that closes the phone that closes the app so um well, not necessarily closes it. It, go, it brings you back to the home, to the page that you were with all your with all your apps. So, on an so. iPhone 10, you swipe up, but on an iPhone 8, that brings up Control Center. Uh, correct, because you're, <laughs> okay. you're swiping up. Yeah. Whereas to get to the Control Center on the uh, on the 10, it's at the top, 
top right, which of course you have the bar everybody's complaining about. Uh, uh, the notch. The notch, I should say. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. And people are compl- I'm not seeing it because I actually, there is an app that someone, that Apple actually amazingly approved. Uh, it's called uh, uh, Notch Remover. <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically what it does is it actually, you, you take any, uh, uh. any, um, wallpaper and it will actually edit that wallpaper so it it it, it brings it down just below the notch it's called notch yeah. remover oh my god so i'm looking at it right now and, and my wallpaper is just below i can set it just below the notch so you don't you see it and then you see the time and the uh, the the um the battery and all that stuff at the at, uh, and that's all you see so it looks it looks uniform now uh-huh. again like i said to get to the control center and i you know you you, you hit there's two wings on the left and the right so the right hand oh. side is you, you 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 gesture down and that brings you into the control center and that gets you in there so and then you and then you swipe back up to take get out of that same thing and you're the, doing this all one-handed yeah okay yeah so i could i could can i can uh bring it down and, and it hasn't been much problem at all and um it's uh and then the same thing on the left side brings you to the notification center and being able to, mm, to, to, okay. get, to get into there as well so um and that's uh, that those are the, probably the biggest things and i mean there's a lot more i can go over but i'm thinking just going to keep it to some of the, the key things that are that are that are different with this now again the same thing with i face id versus touch id I'm blown away by how, how accurate Face ID is. I mean, when I turn the phone on, I, mean, I, I you know I keep my phone at bedside, which I'm sure many of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And I have it plugged in charging, and then I want to pick it up and take a look. And you know, three five times in the middle of the night, I'm thinking about something to text you, so I text it. <laughs> so, um, and, and when we're talking about our show, so um, uh, but the thing is, because of the, the ambient light that 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 the phone radiates when you, when it brings it up, it sees my face. Cause it's, it's it, okay. Now let me ask you about that. So you're like, you know, kind of sleepy. You're like, Oh my God, I got to tell Melissa something. I'm like, Oh my <laughs> God, right. I got to text Dave something. Oh shit. I hope he didn't wake up his wife, but he's, he, he knows better to keep his phone on silent. Right. So I'm going to text him something. So I, I bring up the phone and it's like, wow, even though I have it, you know, I have the brightness turned right. down as much as possible. What's that experience like on an iPhone 10? Is it, is it gentle? Is it, is it bright? Does it wake you up? Does it, um, you know, I, I have the low power mode on, so it even has the reduced light, but it's bright okay. bright enough so it, that I can see it. Um, but uh, the thing is, you know, when, when you open up the phone, you know, you have the you have the the power button that side. Um, you can need to, to it, before on well, I should say on the A plus and others with the home button, you would tap the home button to to, mm-hmm. to get it to unlock. Of course, on here you tap the screen and then scroll up and. There's mm-hmm. a padlock at the top, and it'll spin around. And if it doesn't see your face, then it's going to ask you to enter a passcode. So you don't touch a hardware button. You actually nope. tap the screen. You tap the screen and scroll, and then and then swipe up, and then as and long swipe as it, up, as long and then as it, it looks your for face, your face. It unlocks it. Now, what do you think? What is all is it looking for? Like, if you're in the dark like that, is it just lighting it up enough to see? Like, because I know there's certain sections of your face that it's looking for. Is it primarily focused like on your irises? Because nope. everybody it's, has individual irises. It's looking it's for the whole shape of your face, and it can see face. all that in that small amount of light. Yep, and that's sh- small amount of light because you know in the notch that the, the face ID sensor is in there. That's and, and you can go from side to side and and, and hold the phone in different angles. And it still will pick up your your face. It's it's just incredible. I mean, and, and it illuminates your face a little bit, right? In the dark, it seems like it does because I've done it many times where the, the brightness was light, was was bright enough that it it 
It unlocked with my face. I mean. All right. Now tell me this. Could you. Now I know we're not supposed to do this, but I'm just using it as, a, as an example. Sure. Let's say you're out watching, you know, the new Marvel movie or something, you know, and you're in the in the movie theater and you got to you got to text me something. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any stealthy way to get into your phone? What, what would you do? You would just disable well, the, Face ID for the moment and use your passcode? No. Like, how would you be stealthy about it? You, you wouldn't be able to be stealthy about it. I mean, you don't want to turn off Face ID because that, that that removes the the, the, the piece of, of security that it, that it offers. So, yeah. I mean, you could – if it doesn't pick it up and you keep it in a, in, in not so bright, then, yeah, you could just swipe up and then it would say it doesn't see your face and then you just put in your passcode. So you okay. always have the option of putting your passcode in. There's never no, always, always, right? So if it doesn't see your face, then then you put your passcode in. Simple as that. So for example, like I'm trying to, I, I'm sorry, I just have to pick at all this no, stuff. No, but no, this is what we do. I pick your brain about these things. Why we have this? I have this phone, and we can and share this with everybody. So so when one of my clients, you know, says, "Oh, Melissa, I got a new, I got a new gizmo. Show me how to work it." And I go over to their house, and they've got an iPhone 10, and I've got to work on it, and I've got to yeah. unlock it with their passcode. You know, because this is what you do as an, as a consultant. Yeah. I've already there's a couple couple of clients that I'm really, really close to that in the beginning, like I actually have put my fingerprint in their phone just so I can get into it faster because I'm giving them lessons and there's sure. so many locking and unlocking that needs to happen. And I mean, that's not something I recommend everybody doing. It just depends on your relationship with the person that you're helping. Of and of course, you know, family members and things like that. But you don't have that option with Face ID anymore. No, so no. what is it going to be like for me when I'm sitting down with somebody? I'm going to have to shove it in their face every single time I well, need no. to get I mean, into just, it. You just have to put passcode in. I mean, okay. I mean, that's that's I mean, and that's probably good for the tech support piece of it because passcode. Yeah. Not, you still can get. So, in the phone, so what do you have to do to get it to throw up the the screen to put in the passcode? Do you have to just keep tapping it or no, in the motion when you turn your phone on when it's in when it's when it's uh, uh, in standby mode, you just tap the screen, the blank screen. And the lock mm -hmm. will come up and then you swipe up. Now you can okay. do it in two motions because usually what it'll do is once you uh, tap, you could tap, swipe up and it'll unlock right away. And I just did that. And that's not going to like interfere with, with face ID and make nope. it, I don't know, degrade the experience somehow nope. for the person. If we're constantly helping somebody with it and having nope. to not put in the passcode. Not at all. So okay. that, that's the beautiful thing about face ID. It all, it, it just works. And okay. I mean, I'm using one password, one password, it has the face ID. Oh, that's, that's got to be awesome. Yeah, you see the <laughs> face ID icon come up, but a boom, it's open. And yeah. I just did it, and it's it's incredible. Um, same thing with your bank, and uh, I use Outlook for, for work. I mean, well, unfortunately, there's a bug with Outlook right now <laughs> that, that uh -huh. they, they have to release a new version to fix it, but... Yeah, my Outlook bank had that. They offered uh, some different biometric. Uh, I guess that's what we call this, right? It's biometric where yep. it's it's either you could say something to it or you could show it your face or you could just use your touch ID. And I just I don't know. I'm just there's something about I, I, I think it's because I have kids and I'm and I'm just trained that way from I mean, they're they're older now. I don't have to sneak around as much. But when they were babies, right. I just always had to sneak because I didn't want them hearing me doing something on the phone because I'd be like, mommy, 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 mommy. Right. <laughs> I just I feel like I I need the stealthiness. I just am always on call. I'm always like answering, you know, texts. I shouldn't tell us to people because they'll text me all the time. But <laughs> I'm always answering texts or questions or so. I'm always working. I'm always doing something. And I feel like I need that stealthiness. And it just kind of right. bugs me. And I can't quite wrap my head around how I would be stealthy on an iPhone 10. Right. So, I mean, that really, in a nutshell, is really some of the things that I've really um, mm -hmm. learned with it. And it just, I don't know, it just, 
it just it seems to perform well. I haven't even started with the camera. I mean, the camera is incredible. I mean, yeah. It's got, I mean, the, you think the iPhone eight plus has a great camera that you're gonna you're potentially gonna get? I mean, this. Oh, is don't even, do it! Don't do it! I know it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. If you've if you've seen anybody posting photos out there uh, using the, the camera, it's just it's 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 pretty amazing. You know, it is amazing for them, but the problem has been like in Twitter and places like that where they they right. degrade the picture, so you really don't get to see exactly what they're seeing. Yeah, that's true. It, it kind of dumbs down the photo a little bit. But I take your word for it. I totally take your word for it because I know the cameras in them are stellar. I mean, I've been telling people and, you know, I've gotten several families to upgrade their phones because when they ask about cameras, I'm like, you know what? These are cameras that happen to make phone calls. <laughs> They're really, yeah. you know, it's kind of a misnomer that it's called an, an iPhone because really it's a pocket computer. It's really, I mean, the phone is the thing I use the least about the whole darn thing. You know, it's, it's, I kind of almost wish that, I mean, this is just telephony, but I wish that the, the phone app would be improved more and we could make better phone calls but but it really is it's a it's a camera that that makes phone calls it should be like the, yeah. the eye camera <laughs> yeah yeah i guess i could agree with you with that i mean it's but and they improve it every single time every single time there's there's something new with it have you done any portrait photos oh yeah i've, I've got pictures of myself i was doing a demonstration at my iphone special interest group uh, last tuesday and there's you know you got just a black background just my face and nice. uh, colored just the color of just my face and my shirt and the background's black. So it's, yeah, the portrait mode, I mean, works both the 8 Plus and the 10 work very well. The the 10, it does, it works on the front-facing camera as well as the rear-facing cameras, whereas on the 8, it only huh. has the rear-facing cameras. So, um, uh-huh. so so you could do front, I mean, the front-facing camera on the, on the 10 is is better. The than, portrait selfies are just way better on the iPhone 10. You'd oh, have to absolutely. do it in post for, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to, okay. or you just have to, you know, turn the camera around, <laughs> yeah. take that chance, and then you can edit it after the fact. So, right. Uh, well, cool you know, thing. there's that's, little hacks you can do with your watch too. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the cool thing. Well, yeah, you could do that too. Uh, but that's the cool thing about the portrait mode on both phones is, is iPhones is is the fact that you can go in and post production. You can go in and make the changes, and you know, doing the spotlight and doing the changes with portrait, and it's you know, they added those great features. And there's there's a reason right all by itself with uh, getting the eight plus because of having portrait because the eight does not have that. Now, when are you going to send me a singing uniform, unicorn, Dave? <laughs> I, didn't I talk, haven't gotten one yet. Thank you for reminding me of that. I completely forgot. I thought I did. I do it. I've sent it to everybody else, but <laughs> I just sent it to you. <laughs> well, will I be able to? I'll be able to see it yes, on my, my dinky little them. six plus or my my six Any, S, right? <laughs> anybody can see them, and uh, okay, yeah, just can't that, make them. The animojis are pretty incredible. I must admit. <laughs> um, I will have to send. Maybe I should sneak you one. You can chuckle as we're talking here, because um, <laughs> I could be talking to you and you actually could see it. So um, okay, it, it is. Uh, it's pretty incredible. We can put that in our show notes, couldn't we? Yeah. Can can we can we post it? What is it? A video idea for what it's, no, it's a video i mean it's a 10 second video that um uh-huh. let me see if that's I can the upper limit right 10 seconds right and uh let me see if i can do it while i'm talking here and then of course the <laughs> icon looks like a monkey and then you can pick anything from a monkey to a fox to a robot to a dog uh, an alien hmm. and of course there's the dreaded piece of poo <laughs> Right. <laughs> Let's see. What what should we pick for? I think I want a unicorn. I'm going to request a unicorn. All right. So they're my favorite. I'm talking. So. I'm I'm talking to you right now in my mic. I'm going to record it, and okay. let's see if I can open my eyes and talk to you. And I've and, got my messages open. And, and it's really. I'm opening my mouth. I'm moving my face, and you're going to see it. And done. I'm going to send it to. <laughs> and you're going to you're going to hear my voice because it was recording. And not only does it record, it uh, it also. Uh, 
records my fa- my face motions, my and I can move around, I can talk, and, and <laughs> should now have it. I got it. <laughs> so, so you didn't know uh, anybody with an iPhone ten? I I what what was I thinking? I should have sent those to you. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want you to record one specifically for for in touch with iOS. <laughs> Well, what would happen if I sent you a recording? Could you play it? Can I make one on your phone? You mean on the iPhone 10? Yeah, like if I sent you a voice recording, what would happen if you if you did that and and were listening to my voice? Yeah, no, it, it records. We should anyway. we should play with it sometime. That would be fun. Yeah, anybody can do it. I mean, just you have to be in front of the phone. You have to be in front of the phone with a camera and, and talking to you. As I talk to you here, I still see my mouth opening and my. And, yeah. so, and some of these characters do better with your eye openings than, than others, like the panda. I can. Ah, yeah, the unicorn's got ah. the eyes on the side, so. And and then the uh, the alien, it actually when you when I open my eyes wide, it actually pops up the head. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's ah. awesome. That, I think is, I want you to do a monkey for the closing. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. And here, 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 I'm going to make you juggle more. Here's the alien. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would get a kick out of this. I didn't even think about it. I'm crazy here. See how my eyes are wide open? I do. And I open my mouth. Ah. That's hilarious. And it's it's, it's the little spikes pop up up out of the top of your head and the ears. Yeah, it's... it's, You, you might have a, have a field day with the geekiest show ever. We do that show to start talking. I think about I'm this. going to tell, tell them that I started sending these to you. And, um, so it, it, it that's another just another piece of the of the incredible technology that, that Apple has included on these new phones. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's just perfectly fine adults and reduces us into giggling ten year olds. Yeah, love it exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but. I think we, I can go a little deeper in, you know, in a future episode because I don't want to take up the whole show talking you know, just about the iPhone 10 because there's some other topics to talk about. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, think, we'll dig we, into th- it a little bit each time and, yeah, and get think, you to send we, me a monkey next time. I think we uh, gave time. you some, some good insights and my thoughts on the 10 so far and I highly I'll recommend keep it. of things to pick your brain about it for. I highly recommend it and I know I was made fun of when I told people I'm not going to upgrade and I did. So <laughs> you can continue to ridicule me, but you know what? I, I gave in. What can I tell you? So, <laughs> but I have a monkey emoji. <laughs> and, and I tried not to send the poo one. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be I, I did it when I, I sent it on Facebook when I first got it and people were like <laughs> cracking up. So um, <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, uh, iOS 11.1. Get a hold of yourself, Dave. <laughs> so I can keep, keep having you chuckle by emojis. <laughs> so uh, Apple did release, the first release that they did is they did send out the um, 11.1.1 last, uh, a few more weeks ago because they had that problem with the, the keyboard was addressing uh, that when you would type in an A, it would show up as a, I think, no, you I think it was when I, you typed it on I, it would show up an A and then a, a question mark or something. Yeah. And of course, Which is interesting because I'd never experienced it the whole no, entire time. Nor, nor did I, I, so, I escaped it somehow. I, nor did I. So, But um, what 11.1.2 did, it actually helped the iPhone X. Um, there was a problem apparently, and I never experienced it because it hadn't been cold, um, that the iPhone X screens were becoming unresponsive at very cold temperatures. So, yeah, that's something so, I will probably never experience. No, you won't. And <laughs> it does... Uh, it does um, it does add more, most of the fixes are for the iPhone 10, but this mm-hmm. update is for all versions of, of the iPhone as well as the iPad. Um, and it also caused some issues with um, uh, distortion in live photos and videos that are captured with iPhone 10. 
So, mm-hmm. so it did. So I think majority of the updates were, were, were for the iPhone 10. Um, but you know, of course in beta right now is 11.2. So, um, and we, we can, we'll get deep into that as, uh, as that comes out, which is probably is going to be uh, pretty soon here. Uh, Cause I think they're on beta three now, not, not beta four. Um, and, uh, that should be out soon. So, uh, we could talk about some of that, those updates, but definitely go out and get the updates, especially if you have an iPhone 10. Um, yeah, don't be afraid of this one. Just no, go ahead and get it. This is, this is just bug fixes. Then there's always things that it fixes that Apple tends to not tell you about. Mm-hmm. More so security updates and, and it's, it's um, as than, need to know basis. Other than uh, and, and then in the past, there were there were some issues with um, uh, updates that that hose the phone. But that's I mean it's it's been uh, Apple hasn't had that experience in quite a while. So the biggest things you can look at as far as eleven point two. And I see this on here. You can be that we could talk, we will talk about in the future is uh, Apple Pay Cash, which allows you to be able to send money immediately, kind of like what Square does. And then, I'm looking forward to that, and I wonder yeah. if I'll be able to use that in my business. Yeah, so we can take a look at that. And then AirPlay 2 support, which is the updated version of AirPlay. And then, of course, the Siri kit for uh, HomePod, which we'll talk about in a second. There's uh, some news about that as well. Um, so 11.2 will be coming soon. So, But yeah, go ahead, run out, up this, update this sucker. Um, shouldn't shouldn't be a problem at all, um, and uh, take care of that. So, um, And... Uh, uh, speaking of the uh, HomePod, well, before I get to that, I wanted to give you a little bit of experience we just had at the Apple Store. Actually, it was yesterday. Um, oh, my! Uh, uh, you know, we I always buy the silicon cases that Apple makes because I, I actually like them. They're very nice. They're not too terribly expensive forty dollars, thirty nine dollars. Um, and I've always I always had good have good luck with them. I, I've had Mophies, I've had other cases on my phones for 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 years, but decided you know what? I really like these silicon cases. I so I've been sticking with them. So my wife has the 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 pink sand, of course, the color which mm-hmm. she really likes. And I remember you telling me about this before. Yeah, and she, and, and I did it with my case too. And, and of course, with hers, I had to match her watch band. So we have to go. Mm-hmm. So we went back to the Apple Store, and I discovered and realized that we had purchased it back in January of this year, in 2017. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds familiar. And uh, again, she had she had a problem where the bottom edges of the uh, of the case, because those are lips that are in both the corners on the bottom, started deteriorating and coming apart and coming hmm. away from it. So went into the Apple store and I said, yeah, it's covered under warranty. And um, unfortunately the store didn't have any in stock. So we had to put an order in for it. So they put a, a service order in and we're just going to wait until the, the case comes in and get a new case. So nice. that's good. It's, it doesn't hurt to buy things from at the Apple store. So right. They got you back. So, uh, and moving on from that, uh, Apple did uh, announce that uh, they, 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 Acknowledge the fact that the HomePod is not going to be released in for, uh, by Christmas, unfortunately. Um, more so because I think it's got they've got some issues they got to clean up with Siri. So it's going to be interesting to see where this HomePod goes because Amazon, as, uh, as far as they've done with their Echo device, and I've I've got an Amazon Echo. We've talked about that before, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they've come out with new versions. They've got out now, and it looks like the pricing is a lot more inexpensive you can buy an amazon echo for 150 dollars, and um and looks like they're doing more and more things to make things even smarter and the thing is i think siri is not ready to handle the home pod and that's i think that's really the biggest thing that that this article says we'll put in show notes um that uh the speaker is just not ready yet um now we can't say the magic phrase but um you know hey phone lady or whatever is is that what we're gonna say to set the home pod off i think so (laughs) That's going to be interesting because I was watching a show a couple oh, yeah. of nights ago and the person on the, the show said the magic phrase and it set off one of my kids' phones. Yeah. 
<laughs> same same thing with the echo. You, you say it, and yeah. they can uh-huh. have battles. You can. I've, I've seen uh, <laughs> seen a video where people have the the Google Home and the uh, and the Echo next to each other, and they they battle. They talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, and then you'll throw a HomePod in there, so. and that'll just be a party. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think it was smart that Apple did it. People are probably bashing this now. It's not it's mm-hmm. be not surprised at all. Yeah, right, right, rightfully so. I mean, they should because Apple. But said like we should. said, we just said at the top of the show. I mean, you know, they they take their time to perfect things. So when stuff isn't ready, and then it's not ready, they have their reasons for it, and they're usually pretty good reasons. So I'm not gonna get all up and out of shape about it. Yeah. So. Uh, just so we note that, and um, I think the other thing we t- uh, you noted is that Apple did release a new video, um, a new ad, I should say. Yeah, I uh, thought this was really, really cute. It's the iPad Pro, What's a Computer? Yeah. And it shows a, a young girl riding her bicycle and taking the bus and doing all these things, and she's taking her iPad Pro to all these different places and doing all these different things. And uh, it, it's called that. It's really cute because at the end, like the little neighbor lady says, oh, what you doing on your computer? And she goes, what's a computer? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just really, really sweet. I really I thought it was really well put together. So I will, we have a link to it in the show notes. And I encourage you to go check that out, especially for people who are maybe on the fence about, well, do I really need a laptop or, you know, should I maybe just get an iPad? You know, and for some people. Some people, there's just so much of a learning curve that it, it really depends on the person's needs. I'm a very holistic type of person. I sure. really, really encourage people to think about what are the needs, what it, what is it, what are the tasks that you really want to accomplish, and then consider that there is going to be a bit of a learning curve. And it is, it is pretty easy for a lot of people, but for some people, it's a bit of a challenge. So um, this just is one of those things that kind of illustrates all of the stuff that you really can accomplish with just an iPad. You right. know? And we say it's just an iPad nope. because it's kind of a smaller form factor than a laptop, but it's so much more than just an iPad. No, nope, I agree. And I love my iPad and, and I think iPad definitely has its place to become your full-time computer. And I can say that because I, I did a presentation on Mac stock. Yeah, you lived it. <laughs> I lived and went through yeah. it and talked about it. And back then it still was near its border, whether it is or it isn't, but it's getting there. It really is. I mean, if I weren't a, if I weren't a consultant, if I weren't, if it weren't my job to help people learn how to use all these different things and Macintosh right. is including, I probably would just be an iPad and iPhone user and that, and that would be it. Um, but it's, you know, I, I'm the Mac mommy. Come on. (laughs) I don't think I'm ever, I can't see my life without a Mac. That's just how I am. I just, I love Macs. There's always going to be things that creatively I want to do on a Mac. I could do it on an iPad, but I want to, and I enjoy doing it on a Mac. Um, unless, you know, maybe the, I don't know. I mean, the price is still pretty comparable. I mean, the prices are coming down on, on both of them and and an iPad sometimes is almost about as much or the same or more than a laptop depending. So, you know, there's always going to be those choices and that's what I really enjoy out of it. And the Mac's not going anywhere. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. In the enterprise and consumer world, I mean, it's, it's, it's here to stay. I'm not even worried about it. So it's really just your choice. And that's, what's great about having a choice. So um, let's uh, talk about, you know, Black Friday's coming up here pretty soon. It uh, is. And it's always my favorite you know, time of year. And, like... my, and my bank account starts to get lower and lower because <laughs> I start looking at, hey, this is a great deal. I mean, why do I need this? Uh. <laughs> but there are some great deals out there. Um, you know, one of them notably, and you'll talk about all the, we have a bit of a list here. Um, the one I always, does stand out, especially for Apple products, is B&H. B&H Photo. Yes. Which is an incredible store. I mean, it takes up, I think, four or five city blocks in New York City. Oh, have you been there? I have not, but I want to at some point. Yeah. Uh, and it's insane. I feel like the Ikea for geeks, I imagine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but 
I wouldn't want to buy anything there because then I'd have to pay sales tax because yes, when we exactly. buy things uh, pretty much all over the rest of the country, other than if you live in New York or New York state, um, you have to pay sales tax. So yep. we do not have to do that. So um, we actually, I actually found a link, which was, was a pretty good uh, link. It was like a buying guide, choosing the right Apple product as a gift for you or uh, your a significant other or even somebody else. Um, and uh, it had a lot, a lot of great ideas of uh, what, Apple products are out there and what you'd like to, um, to purchase. So, and, uh, B&H always has them great deals and they're very competitive with pricing. And like I said, the sales tax alone will save you anywhere between seven and 10%, depending on where you live. I've told you um, before, I think that they're even compatible, competitive with not only the education discount that, right. that we get, because like I've, I think I've explained in the past that there's a lot of extra hoops now that you have to jump through that you didn't have to jump through before. And you, you know, unless your school is actually participating. So my husband's school is not participating, at least not the whole school, only like a, a certain sector of the school. And so we can't take advantage of that. Um, but at BNH, I've gotten the same or better deal right. that I would have gotten with an education discount. And not only that, I have been, remember a couple podcasts ago, we talked about how you can subscribe to um, the refurbished deals. Yep. So I have been watching those like a hawk. I have been checking those emails. And finally, it, for the longest time, they did not have the new iPad, not the iPad Pro, but the new iPad. The iPad um, they weren't available. Well, finally, they've they've started to become available. So there's been a couple. So I hopped on it and I took a look at it and I thought, well, now, wait a minute. I better go compare it to B&H. Well, now B&H has it for less yeah. than you can get on a refurbished now, go. of course, you know, the refurbished comes with, you know, the same warranty and everything, but you sure. can get a brand new one for like a couple dollars less because you don't have to pay the sales tax and the shipping is free. Yep. So, they, you know, getting a refurbished is fine, but maybe getting a brand new one is a little bit better. So that's what I was thinking. So I'm I'm waiting for that. Now, I don't know if there's going to be any Black Friday sales on the on the iPad itself and there may not be. But the thing that I'm waiting for is um you know, when you get a new a new device, we always recommend that you should get Apple Care Plus on it. You should get some kind of insurance policy of, of some sort. Right. And um, normally I do like for my computer, but for the devices, I typically go with, with Square Trade. I just have for, you know, the past years and they, they sometimes have sales. So I usually kind of troll and like wait for their sales to, to pop up. And then there's also sales on cases, you know, places like Amazon, um, for, for hardware stuff, oh, you know, Amazon. we talked about b &H. So, you know, look for the sales. Right. There might be sales on cases and screen covers and all the things that protect your device. So those are the other things that I'm yeah. going to be looking for. And yeah, even you mentioned the Apple Store app. Apple Store um, sometimes has some discounts. Um, it's rare, but uh, Apple may send us an email a couple of days before for the for Black Friday and for a set amount of hours, I'll you know, give you like 50 bucks off or something. You're, that's possible. Um, it's almost like a sport in a way. It's like yeah, hunting it's, sort of, you know, yeah. that's what I love about this time of year because I don't usually shop a lot. That's why I save up. Like I, you know, I work and I work and I work sure. and I save and I save and I save and then I just wait and then I just kind of stalk all the apps and all the ads. Right. So the B&H app is actually pretty good because yep. you can put things in like, you know, your favorites list or your shopping cart, and then you can turn on the notifications. And if the price drops, they alert you. So that's, I definitely recommend installing the B&H app. 
Um, of course, there's the Amazon app and there's like a, there's a new thing that you can put in your Safari toolbar on your Mac that alerts you to sales. So Amazon's another good one. Yep. Uh, like we said, the Apple Store app. Usually they're at the bottom when you go into the Apple. Now, this is the Apple Store app, not the App right. Store. So right, right, they're two right. separate things. My clients get confused. So I just feel the need to make the distinction between the two. Um, so the Apple Store app, and it's funny, like I don't normally shop in the Apple Store app. So I don't always keep it on my phone. But for this time of year, I install it. And then that's when I kind of troll the Apple Store sales. Because usually at the bottom, if you go into, I think it's the Discover section of the app. Because mm-hmm. there, there was a free app that they, they pushed out not long ago. It was a photos, some kind of photo Clips. manipulation app that I was interested in. It's called Clips. Do you remember? Well, there's clips, but there's something else that that the Apple Store actually put there that you could grab. It wasn't clips. Oh, it wasn't yeah, even an Apple yeah. app. It was something oh, else. There was another app. I forget what that was. Yeah, they they do that from time to time where they have an app. Yeah, have that's what I mean. You just kind of have to troll for it. You just have to hunt for it. Yeah, you have to watch watch for the deals and say, oh, yeah, this app's free for a limited time, and then you have to go through the Apple app. Apple Store app to right the Apple Store app. So that's what's confusing to, to, about to it is because it. it's an app right. which normally comes through the App Store, but in this case it was made like available link. in the Apple Store at it's the like bottom. A, it's like a link back to the App Store. So it, right, yeah. Then it takes you to the App Store then, to actually of course you get the purchase it. That doesn't cost anything. Right, but you have to like you have to kind of know you know follow like things like from our Twitter right. feeds and you know have friends who are in the know and that sort of sure. thing and you just, people are like hey go check this out and so that's how I found out about it. No, absolutely. So the Apple Store app is a good app to have this time of year to troll absolutely. for sales, and then of course the App Store. Now this is going to be different this year, isn't it, Dave? Because isn't this is like the first Black Friday that we've had the new with App the, Store with layout? New, yeah, with the new design. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're gonna have to be constantly checking the t- I guess the today uh, tab, if you want to call it, the games, apps. Um, The today section is usually where you kind of scroll around and that's where they have the game of the day, the app of the day. That's where I imagine this will be interesting to watch this year because I imagine that's where they're going to have the sales and let you know, you know, I I don't know if they're just going to pick one or if they're going to have multiple ones. Like maybe they'll have like a whole Cyber Monday section or something. That remains to be seen. So that'll be interesting to watch out for. And then we have some apps that, that we kind of use. Like I use one called App Shopper. Now I mentioned this at yep. the beginning because App Shopper, I used to love, 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 love this app, you know, back in iOS 7, 8, 9. And uh, they have not, so I, just with the caveat, the it's a great service that you can subscribe to, but the app is not updated for iOS 11. So if you have iOS 11, you won't be able to install it. Right. And it's more of a social app. That's why it's called App Software. App, you know, say this 10 times fast, app shopper social. <laughs> yeah. um, it's more or less like, you know, you kind of friend people, almost like a kind of a Facebook or Twitter kind of a thing where you friend people and then they, you each kind of share like, hey, check this out, app out, or, you know, you star it, you recommend it. So it's kind of like a, sort of like an Angie's list for apps, so to speak. So that's right. what I like about it. And I've been using it for years and years and years. And even though I don't use the app on my iPhone anymore, I subscribe to the email, and so I get emails pushed out once in a while that tell me when apps have gone on sale. Um, it's not the best quality of apps, but for someone who really likes to, you know, eh, I'm looking for an app that does this or that, you know, it's something to kind of keep your eye on. And it's just, it's nice to get an email when there's a whole litany of, of apps that have gone on sale. And so that's probably one that's going to get pushed out. And then there's another one that I that I use. This is a good one for if you like, let's say there's an app that you really want, but it's maybe expensive or you just kind of want to see like what the development is on it. It's called App Zap. 
And that's one where you can actually look for Mac apps as well as iOS apps. And you can set yourself some notifications for when apps go on sale or when they've been updated, those those sorts of things. Because sometimes there's an app that, you know, maybe uh, I really, really love this app, but it hasn't been updated in so long. And so you go and you delete it. You know, remember a while ago we were talking about how iOS developers were told, you know, you got to update your stuff because – we're getting rid of, uh, you know, 32 bit or whatever it was. And, right. um, so I delete some of those apps. Well, some of those apps have finally been updated. And so apps app is a good thing to let you know that, Hey, this app that you really loved, well, they finally got around to updating it. So you can go back and install it again. So that's good for, so that one's called apps app. And then you like one called app advice. Yeah. App advice is, um, it's been around for quite a while. Um, and, um, uh, our friend Jeff Butts from uh, Mac Observers, he he does a lot of writing for that that site. It's a website, and plus they have an app, and they keep on top of uh, uh, all the apps that go free. Is probably one of the biggest things you could save cool. some money on, as well as talking about other apps and saying how great great or not so great the apps are. And um, yeah, that's a, that's another good site that we'll have in the show notes as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we, I think we covered like three big places right now that really, for, for as far as apps goes and shopping. Um, is, Target's another one. Yeah, I, I got my Apple Target, Watch yeah. there last year. Yeah, Target always mm-hmm. has great deals on on Apple products. It's a pretty yeah. pretty awesome. And we we you know we always send it out to the Apple user group all the time. Is we like you know we always sending out uh, savings costs to our group. So uh, Target seems to always have something like that, whether it be an Apple Watch or an iPhone or an iPod Touch or um, or any t- Apple product um, that the, that they sell. Um, they they tend to have some pretty good deals on. They actually beat out B&H last year for the Apple Watch. I was yeah. kind of surprised about that because I had actually uh, – per- I pulled the trigger and purchased one on B&H, B&H and then I got a, a notification from Target. I was watching one and there's one even lower. Right. And plus I could just go drive there and that was even with sales tax because I still didn't yeah. pay sales tax. But right. well, I mean it's right around the corner for me. So <laughs> my kid and I – and it was Black Friday and it's against my religion to go out on Black Friday. <laughs> but for that night, it was, it was late at night and I was even sick that time too. Yeah. But it was such a good deal. It was such a good deal. And they had it ready to go. And that was one of those beautiful things where kind of like with your iPhone where you pre-ordered it, I was able to pre-order it within the app using Apple Pay. I mean, it was just all like literally a touch of a button. And, and oh, and I love the new the new way when you when you buy something with Apple Pay and it goes bling. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just, I love that. It's so satisfying. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll... a little bit too satisfying. It was a little dangerous at times. But, uh, yeah, so I, I did that and I, I grabbed my son because he was so excited. He he was so badly once an Apple Watch and, you know, just the fact that mommy was getting one, it was so exciting for him. And so we hopped in the car in our pajamas and went around the corner to, to Target. We waited till the crowds died down and everything. It wasn't all that bad at all. Sure. But uh, that was the first and only time I've ever been out on Black Friday <laughs> and it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you go later in the day, I mean, I've done that. It's it's not so bad. It's just those crazy yeah. people at four or five in the morning that uh, they're waiting in line for those amazing deals. They're amazing. Uh-huh. What they have, they're like, willing to get trampled, I guess. So <laughs> five on hand when you get there. Yeah. Um, so take it from us. Check out those those deals and those sale places and and happy happy sale hunting. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'll, I mentioned is you just talked about using the, um, the Apple Pay on the iPhone ten. You do have to double tap the uh, the power button uh, to to make purchases. Oh, on the app. yeah, I was so going to ask you. Now there's so there's a volume up and down button, and then there's the side button. That, that's right. it as far as hardware buttons are concerned. Correct, right? So, so there's no more home button. So yeah, I was going to say like there are certain there are certain tasks that you still need the physical button for, and so that's one of them. So Apple Pay, right. you have to. Is it a double push on the side it's button? It's a double tap. And it actually comes up on the side and it lines up right next to the button. It says double tap here. 
yeah. um, and to, to, to invoke uh, Apple Pay. So does it, it say double click or does it say double tap? Because it says double I click. Saw, it says double click. Yeah, I saw someone post a screenshot. I was like, yeah. double click. That doesn't really make sense because you double click a mouse. You don't really double click. Yeah, but you're double clicking this button. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. It would be like a push, push. You push a button, you press a button. You don't really click a In fact, button. I just did it and my credit card came up as soon as I did it. Even so that's how you invoke the Apple Apple Pay right. so that you're ready to make a purchase now. And then to invoke Siri is the same thing. Sorry, we're going off tangent here, but to, you, you hold the button, then Siri gets, uh, then Siri enables. This is about you. No. Uh, this is about you and not me. Uh, but, but they did that because this, it's the similar, it's a similar uh, action that you make on an Apple Watch, right? right? Because you use the sign button similarly. Exactly. So anyway, we we go back on the iPhone yeah. tender. I didn't mean to do Stop that. Us but, now. Stop but you us now. but you uh, but but you mentioned the Siri and the um and the um the Apple Pay. So it, just so everybody knows that when you do have an Apple t- uh, Apple uh, or an iPhone ten, you have to do that. Yeah, gotta be looking for that side button. It's not it's not all hundred percent gestures. There's there's a couple of little things that you have to know. So those are little important details. Yeah. So shoo, we talked about a lot today. And I, I think it's probably time to, to call this to a close. I think it's time to put a bow on it. Yes, let's do it. So I will say thanks for listening. And we hope you are more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to look us up in iTunes. And we look forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. I'm David Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And I'm Melissa Davis, and you can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And any uh, closing thoughts before we close? Uh, more emojis, please. Uh, we'll have some fun here. So I, all right. We appreciate you Thanks listening. Thanks for listening. And, uh,